Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast. This is George Cannon, and you are listening to episode 103. The Finding Clarity Podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church, where we seek to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So each week, we put together a podcast and try to reflect on questions that you wouldn't necessarily hear an answer for in a morning message or in Sunday school or even in a Bible study. So each week we bring a question that you maybe have wrestled with or others have wrestled with and we try to find an answer as to what the scripture says about the topic. And so today we're going to look at something that's very practical. It's something you hear all the time. It's maybe even something that you say yourself But we're going to talk about what the Bible says about this issue. In particular, what does Jesus say about this issue and what does that mean for our lives? And so we're going to talk about the whole issue of swearing to God. I think you and I understand that, right? We do that often. We do that when we go and raise our hand if we're testifying in court or we swear an oath if we're joining the military or if we're doing something else as far as a civic responsibility that requires that. It's also something that you might say or use with regards to emphasizing a point. I swear to God. Some people will actually go beyond that. We'll talk about that in a moment. So the question we're going to wrestle with today is, is it wrong to swear to God? Is it wrong to swear to God? So we're going to look today at this issue and try to find a biblical response about what we should be doing as believers in Jesus Christ. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to look, first of all, at the issue, the whole issue of swearing to God, Then we're going to go to the scripture and look at what Jesus' teaching is. In fact, Jesus does raise this issue in the Gospel of Matthew in his Sermon on the Mount. So we're going to look at that and and get some points from there. And then what we're going to do is, is we're going to bring it all together at the end of the podcast with some application. How do we apply what Jesus is saying to our lives? So let's, let's begin. First of all, let's talk about the issue, the issue of swearing to God. There's a couple points I want to make here. Actually, three points I want to make here. It kind of is focused in two different directions. First of all, the whole issue of swearing to God, it's used in legal settings. It's used in legal settings. So for instance, if you and I were to go to court if we were to observe court, or if we ourselves are testifying in court, we are often almost always asked to put our hand on the Bible, hold our hand up, and we're to swear an oath that what we're about to say is the truth and nothing but the truth, so help me God. And so it's used today in legal settings to affirm the person who is testifying or swearing that oath. It's used 
in our political situations, when you see someone take an office, they'll put their hand on the Bible and swear an oath to the Constitution and to the, to the state. You also see it when young men and women join the military. They raise their hands and they swear an oath. Now, that's the first sense in which it's used. It's used in a legal sense, but it's most commonly used in everyday talking among people, and you have probably done this. And so let me let me stress two things here as far as our everyday talking and how we use it. So it's used by some to emphasize a point. So usually what happens is if somebody is stressing something or if somebody's telling a story and they will immediately say, I swear to God, I swear to God. Sometimes they'll go beyond that and they'll say, I, I swear on a stack of Bibles. You'll hear some people say that. Or I swear on my grandma's grave. Like that has some significance there to the point that they're trying to make. But usually people will swear to God or swear to something else to emphasize a point that they're saying. Which brings me to my third point about why we would use that whole aspect of swearing an oath to God. It's used by some to emphasize the credibility of what is being said. Typically, when you find somebody swearing to God, it's usually after they've made a point and they're trying to establish that what they have just said is credible. And the basis for their credibility in what they're saying is that they have sworn to God or sworn to a, on a stack of Bibles or they've sworn on the grave of their grandmother that what they're saying is valid and true. So that's the issue. Okay, so now, all right, we understand that. George, you pretty much hit how it's used in our culture, in our society, in our lives. What does Jesus say about it? Well, it's interesting. Jesus does address this issue, and he addresses it in his Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5, verses 33 to 37. Now, again, he's speaking to a Jewish context, so there are some things that we can learn from this. So let me just kind of look and focus in for this moment on what Jesus is saying from Matthew chapter 5. Starting with verse 33, again, you have heard it was said to those of old, you shall not swear falsely, but you shall perform your oaths to the Lord. But I say to you, do not swear at all, by neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by earth, for it is his footstool, nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king, nor nor shall you swear by your head, because you cannot make one hair white or black. But let your yes be yes and your no, no. For whatever is more than these is from the evil one. Wow, that's interesting. All right, so let's talk about this for a moment. He's looking at a couple of things here. He's talking about the whole issue of swearing oaths. And so I want to bring out some things from Jesus' teaching that you need to understand. Here's the first one. Swearing an oath to the Lord was a common practice among the Jews in Jesus' day. Swearing an oath to the Lord was a common practice among the Jews in Jesus' day. So 
typically you would find it being a common practice among them that they would have as a part of their everyday lives that if they wanted to emphasize something or if they wanted to hold themselves as being credible, they would swear an oath by many different things, by the temple, by the gold in the temple. We see Jesus talking about that later. They would swear by God or or by this, or even by their own heads, Jesus is saying in this passage. So that was a common practice. In fact, the law speaks to this whole issue of making oaths and kind of regulating how the Jews were to function with this. So, for instance, Jesus kind of referred to it when he gave this teaching, but he's referring to Leviticus chapter 19, verse 12, and and notice what the law says, and you shall not swear by my name falsely, nor shall you profane the name of your God. I am the Lord. So here it's saying, if you're going to swear by the Lord, you can't do it falsely. You can't do it falsely. All right, Deuteronomy, the final book of the law, Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 21, when you make a vow to the Lord, you shall not delay to pay it, for the Lord your God will surely require it of you, and it would be sin to you. Wow, what's he talking about here? Well, here he's talking about fulfilling your vow or fulfilling your oath. That when you swear to the Lord, you're to follow through on it. Otherwise, it's sin. So this was a common practice among the Jews of Jesus' day. Now, having said that, Jesus is making a couple of extra points here in this passage that we see in Matthew. And that's what I want to stress to you right now. So second of all, here's what Jesus is saying. Jesus is making the point that there's no need to swear an oath. Did you hear what I said? He's making the point that there's no need to swear an oath at all, period. So isn't that interesting? So as far as Jesus is concerned, he's saying to you, there's no need for you to swear an oath at all. So don't don't swear by God. He's in heaven. Don't swear by the earth because that's the Lord's footstool. Don't swear by Jerusalem because that's the city of the great king. Don't swear by your head because you, you have no control over whether or not your hair is black or white. Well, you, you could say that, yeah, George, you can dye it. But his whole point is you can't naturally make that. The whole point is, is that that's not in your control. So don't swear an oath. You don't need to do that. So the point is, is Jesus is saying, don't swear an oath. Rather, do something else. And that's my final point here as far as his teaching. Jesus stresses that we should let our yes be yes and our no be no. So basically he's saying rather than just swearing an oath to establish the validity of what you're saying, rather when somebody asks you a question, you just simply need to say yes or no. That in itself should be enough. Now, okay, you're saying, well, so I really shouldn't emphasize my point by swearing to God or swearing on a stack of Bibles or swearing by my grandma's grave. I shouldn't establish my credibility by doing that. Well, how do I do that then? Well, that's where we get to the application now. That's where we get to how do we apply what Jesus is saying here to our lives. 
And again, I want you to remember there are two different ways that we use the whole issue of swearing oaths in our lives. First of all, legally, and then second of all, as a part of our everyday conversation. So let's talk about the application. First of all, this passage is not speaking to the legal precedents in our society. Do you understand what I'm saying by that? Jesus' teaching here is not with regards to what the civil authorities require of us when we go to testify or when we join the military or when we take an office, a political office. That's not what this teaching is about. Now, I know that there are some who take this to that point, but our society has adjusted for those who find it to be morally offensive to do this. But for the most part, this passage isn't talking about that. So that's the first thing I want you to talk about. Rather, this passage is talking about how we use the whole issue of swearing to God in our everyday speech. And so that's my final two points here. So number two here, notice now, this is very important. This is what Jesus is getting to with this whole teaching here. There is no need to swear an oath to God to establish your credibility. Did you catch that? He's saying, don't swear an oath to me. You have no control over that. That's God. And then his whole point is, let your yes be yes and your no be no. What is he saying here? You don't need to swear to God to establish your credibility when you're saying something. You don't need to emphasize a point by swearing to God. You don't need to establish that what you're saying is true simply because you swore to God. There's no need to do that. That doesn't establish credibility at all. That's the point Jesus is making here. Rather, notice the whole issue here when he says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Here's the final point that I want you to see. Your life should give credibility to your statements. If you just simply say, let your yes be yes and your no be no, that in itself is enough because your life should back up what you're saying. In fact, isn't that what we used to say about people? He's a man of his word meaning his life backs up what he says, so therefore I can believe him or I can trust him. He has credibility. See, this is the issue here. The credibility comes not from my making a grandiose statement, I swear to God, or I swear on a stack of Bibles, I swear on my grandma's grave. Rather, the credibility comes from my life, and people see that. That's the point that Jesus is making. All right, now, so let's get back to the question. Is it wrong to swear to God? Well, actually, there is some guidelines there that if you're going to swear to God, you need to make sure you follow through on what you're doing, otherwise it's sin. We already know that from the Old Testament law. But the point Jesus is making here, he's saying, no, you don't need to. You don't need to. Rather, you need to be men and women, followers of Christ, whose word is what it is. The credibility of your word speaks for itself because the credibility comes 
from your life. So there's no need to swear to the Lord. Is it wrong? No, not necessarily, but you don't need to do it. That's what you need to reflect on. Finding Clarity Podcast, again, is just an opportunity to answer questions that you and I might have about Christianity and the Christian life. Now, you're listening and you're saying, George, hey, you know what? I've got a question. How do I get it to you? Well, there are several ways that you can get it to it. If you are a part of our church, the Kerwinsville Christian Church, you can always talk to me one-on-one about the question. You can also write the question down, throw it in the offering plate. The guys will get it to me. And we'll look at answering it here on the podcast. If by chance you're listening to this podcast and you're living in the Kerwinsville, Clearfield County area, and you don't have a church home, and notice I said that, you don't have a church home, and you're looking for a place where you can grow in your faith, in your trust in Christ, we would encourage you to come to the Kerwinsville Christian Church And check us out. We're a come-as-you-are church. You don't need to worry about how you dress. But simply come, check us out. Our service starts at 1045 on Sundays. We're located at 700 State Street in Kerbinsville, Pennsylvania. And again, we would encourage you to come out, check us out, and I'm sure you'll find a loving church family that is growing together in Jesus. There are a couple of other ways that you can get in touch with us to get us your question. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. Simply go there, like the page so you can keep up with what's happening on the podcast. But you can also direct message us there or write on the wall and we'll see what you're writing and we will respond to you concerning your question. You can also go to our church website, kerwinsvillechristian.org. Simply go to the contact tab. It'll take you to a page where you can fill out a form and submit it, and we will get your question that way as well. Now, next week, we're going to look at another question, and it has to do again with speech. This question had to do with speech, and it's kind of tied to this question because when we looked at the law, There was another aspect to this whole issue of swearing to God, and that's the whole issue of cursing God. Now, we're not going to address whether it's okay or not for a Christian to curse God, but we're going to talk about how you react to someone who is cursing God. So here is the question we're going to look at next week. How should Christians react when people use God's name as a curse word? How should Christians react when people use God's name as a curse word? Until next week, take care.